Hello and welcome to the Win Win Effect podcast with your host, Chris Ross. This is the show for anyone that wants to drive productivity and maximize potential in any industry. Let's take a moment. Have you ever wondered about the psychology behind the persuasive marketing driving you to take action, sometimes on products you never thought people would buy? Well, that's just what makes this podcast stand out from the others. On these episodes, Chris will break down proven strategies that his companies use to respectably enroll prospective students into the correct programs to achieve overall business success and fulfillment in life. You will get a rare centralized look into both sides of the buyer-seller relationships that I'm sure anyone tuning in will receive massive value from to implement instantly. There are huge quantities of informational material from companies just trying to sell products, but not many giving you the right information on how to build companies from solid foundations, focusing on customers actually winning as the outcome. The Win-Win Effect podcast is a character-based code for human interaction and collaboration in business. Time is the only non-renewable resource in life. So with this podcast, the outcome is designed to bring you value to make it worth your time. Happy Money Monday, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Win Win Effect podcast. This is Chris Ross. To catch everyone back up to speed, in our last episode, Wes Bays and I had a phenomenal conversation where we discussed further last Monday's episode where I talked about intangible elements of communication, starting out with tonality. Mastering your tonality is an important factor of you being able to communicate properly with your prospective buyers. But what happens if you're still not persuasive and you can't break through with the people you're speaking with? How many of you out there listening to this, and be honest, believe that the information we shared last week will get you closer to where you want to be? If any of you still believe you need more, well, you come to the right podcast. Allow me to frame this for you so you can visualize the bigger picture. Whether you're convincing one of your prospective buyers to invest with you or having difficulty explaining yourself to someone close to you. Persuasion is a skill that's instrumental to your success in business and in life. Persuasive people have an uncanny ability to get you seeing things in their way of thinking. I will keep saying this, but it's all about likability. Think about this for a moment. Have you ever had a friend or someone close to you that you seem to trust and somehow they end up talking to you and doing things you never, and I mean never thought you would ever do? Perhaps it's in your best interest. Perhaps it's not. The more ideas they get you to like, you end up liking them more, don't you? Too many people succumb to the mistaken belief that being likable comes from natural, unteachable traits that belong only to the lucky few. Let me guess, they're most likely good looking or very social, or do you see them as incredibly talented or successful? It is very easy to fall prey to this misconception. In reality, likable is under your control, and it's a matter of emotional intelligence. Do you want to know the truth, or do I not have your attention yet? For those who are following me, Likeability has nothing, and I mean nothing to do with being social, intelligent, or being somewhat attractive. Don't believe me? 
Don't worry, I'm going to prove it to you. Have you ever seen a mismatched couple based on appearance? I'm not trying to sound a certain way, but I will be frank. Ladies and gentlemen, please do not take what I'm about to say as being disrespectful. I'm just merely making a point. Have you ever seen a busted woman, and I mean busted, with a good looking dude, or a butt ugly man shows up with a dope spot with a gorgeous, gorgeous woman? Come on now, you know you have. Think about this for a second. How in the hell does that happen? Well, it's pretty simple. There's a good chance the one that is less fortunate of the looks or being outgoing has other traits that are serving the other person that they end up overlooking their faults. And I'll even go out on a limb and I'll say they're probably sincere, transparent, and they can listen to understand their counterpart. Brings me to today's topic that I wanted to discuss with all of you. I'm going to uncover some key behaviors that emotionally intelligent people engage in that make them so persuasive. For everybody listening, you might want to pay attention. People that possess these skills and behaviors aren't just highly likable. They outperform those who don't by a large margin. Before we kick this up a couple notches and dive right in, Take the time and click on the link in the description box where you will find show notes and any kind of offers that we mentioned in today's episode. Just to let you know, anything that we offer will be free and no charge to you. This is our way of showing our appreciation to everyone out there that tunes in for our podcast. All right, is everyone ready? Let's dive right in. One of the greatest ways to positively impact the emotions of others is to help them and be genuine. Most of you probably thought that I was going to say something different, didn't you? Nope. This is for the buyer's perspective as well. That's why it's called the win-win effect. You have to focus on what's best for the buyer. If you actually put yourself in their perspective, you'll understand what they're looking for and how to best serve them. Isn't that why you're in sales in the first place? If you're the seller, is to help your clients or buyers. If it isn't, go play in traffic and kick rocks. I've said that before. Hang up the phone and never touch it again. Most people don't really give a shit where you graduated from or you've even graduated at all from college, high school, elementary school, who gives a shit? Or even about your previous accomplishments within the company or outside the company you're selling for. But what about the minutes and hours you're willing to take out of your busy schedule to listen to what they're looking for or what they mean behind what they're actually saying verbally? Try to help them. Help them understand that you're there to make sure you're going to guide them to success. Most of the listeners have been around me for a while and they probably heard me say this numerous times over and over and over. The one thing you cannot fake in life is passion. In order to be truly successful, and I'm talking about uber successful, you don't have to make a dime to do what you do. Or a shiny red penny, wherever you come from in the world, whatever your currency is, your readiness to get down in the trenches and work alongside them will speak volumes to you as a person and your character. Actions like these build trust and inspires others to follow your lead when it counts. Not when it just benefits you as a salesperson, 
Being genuine and honest is essential to being persuasive. No one likes a fake. People gravitate toward those who are genuine because they know they can trust them. It's difficult to believe someone if you don't know who they really are and how they really feel about whatever recommendation they're giving them. Think about the buyer's perspective here now. This is important. Persuasive people know who exactly who they are. And if you're a buyer, and I'm going to give you a little insight as being a salesperson. If you get on the phone with a seller and they're actually talking about them more than asking questions about you, there's a good chance they're not genuine and they're trying to sell a product. And if you're not careful, they will sell you that dogshit.com product and make commission. All right, when you buy it or invest your hard-earned money that you sweat and go to work and listen to someone else's bullshit for hours and hours and hours, they're just going to move on and forget you ever existed. The intention of me going over this thoroughly in this episode is to strictly educate both sides of the buyer-seller relationships. You have to protect yourself from emotional sabotage. If you don't, then you're going to expose yourself to people that will manipulate every situation possible for their own gain. You need to understand that emotional intelligence also has a dark side, such as when individuals attempt to manipulate others' emotions when they're most vulnerable, and I've seen this happen over and over again in my sales career. They'll tap into their emotions and come to them right at the emotional state of them feeling so vulnerable that they're like prey. They're in Africa, they're a Giselle, and they're coming after them like a lion, but they're not really a lion. All they are is a snake in the grass waiting to sell you on something that isn't even true. It's an illusion. It's not even real. And this is exactly why you continue. I don't give a shit if you're a buyer or a seller. You need to work on it every single day to sharpen your own emotional intelligence to protect yourself when the others don't. I'll say one last thing about this behavior for both sides of the buyer-seller relationships. I try to train every salesperson I come encounter with directly or indirectly. I'm training corporations now in different capacities, but I still come in contact with every sales rep that either watches my training, sends me questions, whatever it is, if I'm online or in person. Once you cross that line once, and I'm talking about stepping over to the dark side and then indirectly selling or directly selling something to someone that is not in their best interest, it's over. You can never go back selling things ethically ever again. So be careful. You have to think about the feelings of others. Emotional intelligence begins with what is called self and social awareness. It's the ability to recognize emotions and the impact in both yourself and of every person you come in contact with. That's awareness. It begins with reflection. You need to ask questions like, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses when it comes to emotions? What about my decision making? Do I make poor choices? Do I make poor decisions? How do I make those decisions or choices? Is it my current mood that actually affects my thoughts? What's going on underneath all the way to the core that will actually influence me or influence others what they say or do? So all the listeners out there, I challenge you to ask yourself these questions. 
If you're a buyer, same questions apply. Self-reflection and awareness will give you valuable insights that can be used to your advantage if you know how to control your own emotions. Then you need to pause. The pause is as simple as taking a moment to stop and think before you speak or act. Easy in theory, right? Let's be honest. We've all been in those types of difficult situations. It's harder, but it will take practice. This can help you save an embarrassing moment from happening to you or making commitments to people that don't deserve them too quickly. And if you're a seller, this is why you truly evaluate who you're speaking to and qualify them properly. Do they deserve to speak to you? Do they deserve to move forward with the process or go through the journey or even enroll into whatever product or service you're trying to sell? Being able to use pauses or using your silence as an advantage is extremely powerful and it shows the highest level of emotional intelligence. You've got to strive to control your own thoughts or direct them into a positive light or a positive way. Then you can anchor that emotion if you're getting it from the perspective buyer or vice versa. You can resist becoming a slave to your own emotions and allowing yourself to live in a way that is in harmony with your goals and values. How many of you out there, and let's be honest, believe this is really helping you? Are you seeing the other side behind what's actually going to be more impactful for you as a salesperson or a buyer? I hope so. Because the best of the best of the salespeople that I've been around over the years know how to paint the bigger picture for each different personality type for them to make the decision themselves. But here's a missing ingredient. But that's if you as a seller recommend that option for them at the right time. People have never bought something from me, and I'm telling you the truth, until I felt in my heart and I had a strong conviction that they knew what to expect after they purchased that product. People are far more likely to be persuaded by someone or something if the other person has a visual that can help them bring it to life in their own mind. And I'm pretty sure everyone's been in this type of situation or maybe even said this. I see what you mean now. But what if images aren't available or appropriate or you can't communicate it so they can actually see things in your point of view? These people will actually come back and tell a vivid story about someone or something as an analogy and then they will see things the way that you're looking at it. Me as a seller, I love analogies. And I try to utilize them as much as possible every chance I get because it takes the pressure off the other person I'm speaking to. Storytelling is a part of sales. That's a whole other topic that I intend to cover soon. Don't worry, you can wait. It's coming soon. Let me loop this back into persuasive people because they are able to establish their ideas and communicate them confidently. Notice I said confidently without being aggressive or pushy. There's nothing worse than a pushy salesperson. Pushy people are a huge turnoff. I have got to be one of the worst buyers in history of buying shit. I have actually had a real estate agent and I was close to make an offer. Close. I'm talking about if he didn't say what he was going to say at the end, 
I probably would have bought that property. He had the audacity to say to me, well, you know, it's London and these properties will, will go away pretty quickly and I can't really control if someone comes and makes an offer. And he applied scarcity. He didn't know that I had the cash available to buy the whole place out full escrow, close it within the next 72 hours maybe. Salespeople listen up. If you do that at the end and you try to apply pressure or be pushy or aggressive, I don't care where you are in the sales process. If you try that angle and your intentions aren't genuine and pure, you're going to fail. The in-your-face approach starts the buyer going back to where they feel safe. And before long, they're going to be running for cover. Persuasive people don't have to ask for much. And they don't need to argue or get caught up in their own emotions. Talked about that before. Or have to try and force the buyer to see things in their perspective. If it's the right time for the buyer... And if it's the right situation, right product, service, t-shirt, you will know if you ask the right questions and you listen to what they say to you or what they mean behind it. Dig into the core, what, when, why. Asking open-ended diagnostic questions will be your lifesaver if you have the right behavior and you have enough emotional intelligence to be able to overcome anything a prospective buyer throws at you. To all the listeners out there, and they are salespeople, why do you think that I waited all the way to the end of this episode to talk about questions? Because your questions will not be delivered or received the way that you intend it unless they actually trust you and know that you're a genuine person that's going to help them. And can you do that without emotional intelligence? No, Kimosabi. The biggest mistake people make when it comes to listening and I said listening again, is failing to hear what's being said because they are focusing on what they're going to say next or how they can get around it looking for an angle or how what the other person is saying is going to affect them in a negative light. I can't believe this person's saying this right now. It's going to ruin my time. I can't make the sale. I don't know why marketing is marketing these people in the first place. Broke people. How many salespeople have actually said that? Be honest with yourself. The reason why they're not buying doesn't mean they don't have the funds. It means you haven't convinced them that you're a good person. You have good intentions. Or they don't see the value on what you're selling. Listen up, salespeople. The words that you say come through loud and clear. But the problem is the meaning behind it is lost because you're not using your tonality properly and you don't have enough emotional intelligence to know when to push, when to be aggressive, when to be empathetic, when to be confident. And if you actually understand exactly what I'm talking about, say yes, yes. A simple way to avoid this is to ask a lot of questions. People like to know you're listening or be heard. And something as simple as clarification question shows you're really wanting to understand them. All right, let's breathe for a second. One, two, three, breathe. (sighs) Let's put all this in perspective and let's give you something to work on into the next episode where my counterpart, Wes Bays, and I will go over this all the way in detail. Fair enough?
Emotional intelligence is commonly defined by just four, and I mean four, attributes. Relationship management. You have to know how to develop and maintain good relationships and lifelong relationships. Every person that I tried to sell to or even have a conversation with, I looked at them as a younger brother or a younger sister, no matter what their age is. I am not insinuating by any means that every single person has purchased a product or been sold by me have seen a level of success. No, absolutely not. Because it was their follow through or lack of clarity on what they needed to do. Sometimes it wasn't my fault. However, that's why I took the time, sharpen my skill set and hone in on my craft to try to make sure that I'm going to do everything in my power to help every prospective buyer I come in contact with. I will tell you this. I have turned away more sales than I've actually made. Second one, self-management. That means you manage your damn self. You have to be able to be in control of your impulsive feelings and behaviors. Manage your emotions in healthy ways. Take the initiative. Follow through on commitments. Don't make promises your ass can't cash or product service can't fulfill. Adapt to changing circumstances. Number three, social awareness. You have to be empathetic. I told you that's one of the major traits that people look for when they're trying to buy something from someone. Having them understand what the other person's going through. Their emotions, the needs, concerns. Pick up on the emotional cues they're giving you. Feel comfortable being uncomfortable. Last but not least before I get out of here, self-awareness. You got to be able to recognize your own emotions and how they affect your thoughts and behavior. You know your strengths and your weaknesses, don't you? Are you confident? Or are you unsure of yourself? If you don't know how to answer that question, there's a good chance your buyers will answer that question. I hope and pray that this message is received the way that I'm trying to deliver it. Last but not least, as important for me to mention and my team keeps reminding me, there are three links inside a description box that my team strategically put in there for a reason. The first one is a feedback link. That feedback link gets read by myself, team members, and West Bays. The objective and a reason why my team put that there is so I'm able to engage with you guys to figure out what we can do to best serve you. The next two links are free courses. And what I mean by free, they're free. I don't need anything from you. I'm trying to provide value and help you. The first one is a business pre-placement. Second, sales pre-placement. These courses are designed and created with the intention of giving you more value and to say thank you for listening to the podcast. Last but not least, I want to say thank you for all the listeners out there that listened all the way to the end of this episode. So as always, ask yourself, how can you get a little bit better each day? That 1%. Until the next episode, keep moving, keep growing, keep learning. Let's go with our day. Take care. taking your time and listening to today's podcast of the win-win effect as a thank you for listening and tuning in chris is rewarding you with a placement course webinar with his team to point you in the right direction to massive success 
In success, it's all about living a better quality of life. So at the very least, subscribe to the Win Win Effect podcast so you don't miss the next episode. Feel free to share on your social media or simply tell a friend about it. Also, please rate and review the podcast. To find the free webinar and more information, please visit tcrconsultingagency.com. Thank you.